Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Since you've been gone. Since you've been gone. Since you've been gone. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, good morning. So it was yesterday during the show that... There was all this chaos that was happening in my house, and I was telling you about it. Uh, it was just a Monday morning at my house, and my youngest son, Drew, he was in a basketball tournament over the weekend. He got a second-place medal. He wanted to wear it to school. Uh, my wife was trying to—she ended up finding it, hiding it from him, so he, he wasn't able to wear that to school yesterday. And then my oldest son, Will, he was— supposed to have this homework assignment done and he needed a parent signature to turn it in on on Monday and so he was going back and forth with with my wife trying to get her to sign the sign the form it even was though chaos. she didn't do anything it was chaos in the house yesterday morning and so Morgan's listening to all that and you made a comment that I thought was very interesting and I thought it was something that we could get into right now yeah because I have two nieces and we have no boys in the family. I'm one of two girl, one of two daughters. You know, my sister has two girls and my family has always said I would be the one to have boys when the time comes that I'm ready to have children. Not yet people. So don't ask. Um, but I always thought that too. I, I feel in my heart that I'm a boy mom. I want to have boys. I have thought that up until meeting you. And now every time I hear a story about your children, I'm like, I actually don't know if I want boys because it sounds like an impossible task to be a mother or a father to two young boys. It's an interesting question for sure. And one that I don't have the answer to. I really don't. I only have the two boys. My impression has always been that it would be easier to have boys than girls. But I really have no evidence to to back that up right i don't have any firsthand experience my wife has always said that she wanted boys because she, she has she had no brothers um and uh, she grew up in a house with a with an older sister and she said i want boys for that for that reason let me just ask you some things because i do i mean i'm not their mother i know my nieces but i do watch them and and i feel like they're five and eight, you know, so they're not like the preteen age. They're not the teenager age. So I do think this is probably the easiest it'll be with the girls. But your boys, to me, it sounds like something is being broken in the house at all times. <laughs> true or false? It does feel that way. Yeah, there's a lot of broken stuff and a lot of stuff that you just overlook. To me, it feels like one of the two boys is always in a fight with someone at all times. True or false? Yeah, it seems like that's the case. I would have to say true. Are your boys always fighting each other? It seems like the majority of the time they are. And then when they have those little moments where they're sweet and kind to each other, mm -hmm. it just melts your heart. Yeah, you're like, take it in because it's not going to last. It really does. But even yesterday, Drew was having trouble with his homework. Guess who couldn't help him? Me. <laughs> Will was trying to help Drew yesterday with his homework and Drew was having none of it. Like his his pride takes over or something like that. He won't accept help from his older brother and so he just, you know, screams and yells. I mean, what I hear between you having two boys and my sister having two girls, at this stage in life, it sounds like the girls are easier. You might be right. Honestly. I, you might be right. I have I have always had the opposite impression because I just always assumed that girls were more dramatic, that it was, that it was right. just drama, 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 especially before the age of five. 
And then when you have teenage girls, that's even worse. Right. <laughs> the now, again, teenage years are a different story. Again, that's just my impression. So I say we open it up, 216-474-0104. What are your thoughts? Is it easier to have boys or is it easier to have girls? Now, I imagine we're going to have some parents that have both. Yeah, we need the experts. They can call in and tell us the exact uh, or at least their experience. 216-474-0104. Another one from the 1989 album. Taylor's version. Is it over now? Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill. We're into an interesting discussion right now. It, It was a thought that came out of Morgan's head yesterday. It was actually a question that she asked me. She says, is it easier to have boys or girls? Because I always was under the impression that it was easier to have boys. I've always wanted to have boys. But every story I hear about your boys makes me reconsider my opinion on the subject. And I would say my boys might be an outlier. Like I, like I say that, that having girls, it would be, there would be more drama and everything else. But, man, Drew, the expression he has all the feels applies to him all the time. I mean, it's just big feelings. Right. Whatever emotion he has, it's times 10. Like, that. that's just his personality. Uh, let's go to Danielle. Uh, good morning, Danielle. Hi. Are boys easier or girls easier in your experience? In my experience, my girls are definitely easier than my boys. Everybody always says that, that, that girls are harder than boys, but that has not been my experience at all. So you have some laid-back, reserved uh, girls, Daughter. daughters? <laughs> yes. Yeah, my, my daughters have been easy. Even in high school, they were easy. Like, when you hear about girl drama and stuff, like, I, we did not really experience that. But my boys definitely, you know. Were they dramatic? The yes, boys? very dramatic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How so? Um, well, like my one son, when we moved, we moved to a new school district and I swear, like, I thought he was going to kill us. Like he just was, you know, ornery all the time, you know, angry at us. And then my other son was just, I I always say he's taken a decade off my lifespan because he's always either, he's like either getting hurt and always like we're hitting our deductible because of him, (laughs) you know, or, you know, I'd be getting calls from school. It's like when he finally graduated high school, I cried. I was like, I can't believe we did it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've had a lot of things broken in my house too, Danielle. I haven't had to use the insurance company yet, but, uh, Uh, Thanks for calling this morning. Let's go to Abby. Uh, Abby, good morning. Boys easier or girls easier, in your opinion? Boys are definitely easier. Do you have have both? Yes, I have two girls, 14 and 13. And it is drama all the time, all the time. And I have one boy, and he's just the sweetest, kindest, most gentle person ever. Now, did you mean to have your girls so close together? Because I feel like... That is a recipe for disaster. Uh, um, no, I did not. <laughs> no, that was not planned. Um, but they get along. It's just like with friends and boys, and it's just so much drama. All right, Abby, thank you for uh, for calling in this morning. Uh, Terry's on the line, too. Terry, good morning. Push the button. Oh, why do I keep turning the button off? <laughs> I don't know. I, do, I don't know why. <laughs> good morning, Terry. Good morning. So, boys for sure. Are easier. Have, yeah, absolutely. I have two boys, and crazy thing, my best friend has two girls, and they grew up together the same age. And I watched her go through so much that I, I can't even tell you half of it, and my boys were chill. Yeah, they fought. Yeah, stuff got broken in the house, but that's an easy fix. Mm-hmm. All those emotions those girls have, that's not an easy fix. Mm, good point. All right, and so, now she's got granddaughters, and I have my first grandson. Oh, well, congratulations. Oh, thanks. Thank you, Terry. Appreciate you listening this morning. So what I'm hearing... Is that the, I do want to have boys. Yeah, the consensus <laughs> is that boys are easier. Okay. I might just have a unicorn. <laughs> Two. That's what it is. <laughs> Two unicorns. Well, the, with the emotions, it's, it's definitely it, true. It's true, like, yeah. 
Uh, there's a comedian. He's he's not one of my favorite comedians, but uh, his name is Tom Segura. Uh, he has a, a bit about boys versus girls. Uh, I found that. Here it is. I have two boys. There's six and three. I have a cousin that lives near me, and he has two girls the same age, six and three. So I get this wildly different experience up close and in person all the time. And these girls come over to my house. My God, what did I do wrong where I didn't get girls? These girls, they show up and they're like, hello, Uncle Tommy. I go, hello to you. And they go, where should we sit? I go, try one of the chairs. And they go, we would like to color. I go, please. And then they sit down and they color. <laughs> there you go. That about sums it up right there, right? Yeah, I guess so. Hollywood Dirt Sheet. And we have some movie passes on the way next. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning, Morgan and Bill. We have movie passes this morning. What are the movie passes to? A Q104 packet passes to the Q advanced screening of Disney's new animated movie, Wish. Yeah, you can take your uh, two boys or two girls. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll have those right after Hollywood Dirt. So let's get into it, Morgan. All things entertainment. Hillary Burton made a bold prediction about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Uh, while the whole country is wondering where Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's romance is heading. One actress thinks she has the answer. Uh, the former One Tree Hill star Hillary Burton tweeted, these babies are going to be engaged by May. And a source close to the couple says that this relationship is different and feels very special. Leonardo DiCaprio celebrated his 49th birthday in Beverly Hills, and his ex was denied entry. His rumored ex-girlfriend, Victoria Lamas, apparently was not invited but showed up and was denied entry when she tried to make her way inside. Uh, the party had star-studded guests, including Kim Kardashian, Channing Tatum, Zoe Kravitz, but no ex-Victoria Lamas. Why would you show up if you weren't invited? Maybe my she, question. Maybe she didn't want to be an ex. Yeah, I guess so. And Tristan Thompson is getting roasted for this quote that he says on an upcoming episode of The Kardashians. Um, so it's not just the internet either. Uh, Mario Lopez is chiming in on this too. So in a promo for an upcoming episode of The Kardashians, Tristan Thompson sits down with Courtney Kardashian to discuss his past infidelity. Pay attention to what he says. On a scale of 1 to 10, how scared are you? Tristan and I really have not connected and I just can't fake it. Do you feel anything? When I yeah. cheat, I feel disgusted the next day. So then why do you do it again? <laughs> when I cheat, present tense, everyone's <laughs> like, he's acting like cheating is going to the gym. When I go to the gym, I, you know, work on my biceps. When I cheat, whatever. Even Mario Lopez tweeted saying, um, when I cheat, my guy is saying it like it's a weekly occurrence. Ha 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 ha. Which is true. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if they're talking about this this morning on 92.3 The Fan <laughs> yeah. Sports Talk. Maybe. About Tristan this morning. The Cavs Maybe. lost last night, by the way. <laughs> Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. Get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Bring me that smile in the morning. It's the Q Morning Show. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill. It was yesterday at this time that we were talking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, as we are known to do on the Q Morning Show right. from time to time. And we shared a video on our Instagram at the Q Morning Show. I think the video still might be up there. It's, it's not a guy that lives uh, around here, uh, but it's one of those viral videos of, of a guy that made a kind of a swear jar, a Taylor mm -hmm. Swift swear jar in his house. And every time that his wife makes a Taylor Swift reference or talks about Taylor and Travis, she has to put a quarter into the uh, the swear jar. Yes. And uh, so that has gone viral. And then I got this DM uh, at the Q Morning Show from one of our listeners. Uh, her name is Lexi. <coughs> Lexi, she says, 
I hate this. I know it's all fun and games, but how much does he talk about football? How often has he mentioned sports over their entire marriage? Just because he doesn't like Taylor Swift doesn't mean she can't talk about her. Let her be excited about what excites her. Feels so entitled that I'm sure he would never be okay with a swear jar for anything he talks about. And I read that. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) that is right. That is 100% right. Yeah, I can't say that I disagree. I mean, it's so important, especially in a marriage. I mean, Paula has no, she has an appreciation for for Cleveland sports, but she doesn't care at all. Right. She tolerates Cleveland sports. Exactly. We all tolerate. I mean, I tolerate my husband's golf obsession when he's swinging the golf clubs in my living room every single day on his lunch break. I don't make him stop. I don't make him put money in the jar, even though maybe I should. That's a that's a good that's a good word for it. Tolerance. Yeah, that's what you need for the other with with the other person. Right. Welcome to marriage. It's all about compromise. One of our first dates. Uh, Paula had a connect with somebody. So this is, I, I don't know, 2001. Um, she had season tickets to the Browns and, and she knew the person that had the tickets. So that was one of our first dates. Uh, she took me to a Browns game and she sat there through the entire game and read a book. What? <laughs> We had no interest in the game and just sat there. It was a beautiful day. Right. Sat there in the sunshine and read some novel and everybody else is up on their feet cheering, cheering on the Browns. There, she's being tolerant. She was definitely being tolerant. And I am thankful for that, for sure. It's the Q Morning Show. Good to have you here this morning. Q104. Four nineties, two thousands, and now Morgan and Bill. Good morning. I certainly hope that Mama Wright is not listening right now, <laughs> because after making a statement like "I am dreading my family Thanksgiving," I mean, how can you say that? Well, you're going to understand in a second. As long as I've known you, which is, this is only our second Thanksgiving together, <laughs> you love Thanksgiving. I do love Thanksgiving. I do. How could you be? Dreading it, possibly. We're having the complete opposite Thanksgiving that we had last year. Last year, my my um, sister and her family was in West Virginia. My parents had invited a few friends over. Everybody got sick. So last year, it was my mom, my dad, me, and David. That was it. This year, and this is why I'm dreading it, and I should preface by saying... I love my extended family, right? <laughs> I do. I I cherish the time that we spend together. But we're going to my extended families, and I just want to stay home. Where do the extended family people live? In Ashland. Oh. So it's like an hour and 30 minutes from my house, two hours from my parents' house. And, like, I know when I get there, I will enjoy being with my family. Um, but, like... Uh, Thanksgiving, I just want the comfort of my own home. I want to be able to wear pajamas. I want to be able to fall asleep on the couch. I don't want to be like looking around the room wondering, is that my third cousin or my fourth cousin? You know what I mean? Like, it's just two totally different vibes. And then to drive two hours home. Oh, gosh. I don't blame you here. Like, I I have to support this. Do you? Yeah, I think I do. Okay, well, that makes me feel a little bit better. And, I mean, really, the other alternative is what? Stay the night? Yeah, and that's not happening. Yeah, you don't want to stay with your relatives. (laughs) No. And uh, I don't know if there's a a nice hotel in glamorous Ashland. Yeah, uh, we tried to stay in a hotel in Ashland (laughs) once, and it did not end well. I'm just going to leave the story there. Yeah, what's the nicest hotel in Ashland? Like a Holiday Inn Express? I have no idea. But still, it's like, it's just, I want my own bed. Oh, my gosh. I shouldn't be so pessimistic about it. Because, like I said, the only thing you have in this life is time. And you should want to spend time with your extended family. And, like, I do want to see my aunts and uncles and my cousins. But at some point, it's a bit overstimulating. You know, because my my mom's side has a big family. Mm -hmm. I'm actually the only grandchild that doesn't have kids yet. So there's like 30 people in one house, maybe even more. 
in one house. I just want to lay on the couch and go to sleep. Uh... That would be uh, that would be a faux pas. I guess if you just sacked out on right. the couch. <laughs> right? I mean, who knows what's going to happen, but no, I just I, had to get my thoughts out there. I feel for you. Do you? I do. Okay. I, I would not want to travel for Thanksgiving either. I mean, that's the that's the convenience of of being here and having my family <sighs> live within a... Nine within houses a, down, yeah. All you have to mile, do is walk. With a mile radius, Walk yeah. it off after you eat all day long. Have your entire family live within walking distance of you. <laughs> makes, yeah. Makes the holidays go by so much easier. Life goals. Uh, well, you're not the only one that's dreading Thanksgiving. Somebody else is? Yeah, there's also Gabby. And Gabby's going to be on our Cleveland confessional oh, no this morning. Way. Yeah, find out why she is dreading Thanksgiving as well. That's next. Cleveland is waking up to the Q Morning Show. Awesome way to wake up. It's Morgan and Bill. So much good music. I love it. On Q104. Step into our confessional. The Cleveland confessional on the Q Morning Show. Let's get right to it. We're going to North Olmstead today to talk to Gabby. Gabby, good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Go ahead with your confession. Okay, I'm going to confess that I want to skip Thanksgiving this year. Uh, my sister, she's hosting it again, and I just cannot spend another day at her house. It's absolutely disgusting. She's a hoarder, and there's it. No, it's disgusting. Okay. First, you said, I want to skip Thanksgiving. I'm like, all right, where's this going? And then right. you said, family I, drama. I feel like a lot of people don't want to spend time with their relatives. Yeah, that's what I was thinking family drama. Yeah. But it's because your sister is a hoarder? Yeah, no, it's just gross. It's just she doesn't clean, and like, and she her, wouldn't clean up is, for a holiday. Yeah, though? I would. She would clean it up for Thanksgiving for the family, right? I mean, I was there two weeks ago, and her house was disgusting. She didn't clean it then, so there's no way she's going to clean it this between now and then. And just the same as last year, it was gross. She just doesn't care. How bad could this be? Like, how <laughs> how bad are we talking? The word here? "gross" is being used. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. The neatest person. I'm more. I'm more cluttery than I am filthy, though. When it comes, how bad is your sister's house? It's bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Okay, let's start with the kitchen. So she doesn't use her cabinets for whatever reason, and uh, she just has the clean dishes mixed in with thirty dishes mm. and pans. You, you can't even tell. Like they'll just sit there for days and don't like it, the grease and grime. On the countertops, honestly, I don't even know how she's going to prepare food. Like, it doesn't even, it, there's no room. And that's just the kitchen. <laughs> I can't imagine what the rest of the house looks like. Okay, all right. I'm not even kidding. She has bed sheets covering furniture because everything is so dirty. Ew. Like, yeah, there's there's random things on every free space in the living room, the dining room, whatever. So the last time I was over there, we all go in the living room to sit down. So, like, okay, there's something on the chair. It's a box of Thai detergent. The next thing, there's bird seed sitting in the next chair. <laughs> they have birds. It's, it's yeah. so gross. So it sounds like it's a scavenger hunt. Like, who can find, oh, okay. who can find the bird seed? Oh, there it is. Well, first of all, and then there's a t box of Tide laundry detergent. So it's clear that she washes things. She does use well, soap. It's so gross. There's three dogs, and, and none of them are potty trained. She's got, like, towels and pee pads. Oh. It's, they've been there for years. It's just the way it is. It's so disgusting. Okay, that, that has me out. So the dogs aren't potty trained? No, they're just newspaper, and they're just free reign to do the business wherever they want. Okay, my qu my question is, why is her house the go-to house for Thanksgiving? I mean, can't you host it, or do you have any other siblings, or maybe your parents? I would love to host it. I've offered it. I've tried, but my mom and my sister, they're both like, your house isn't big enough. And I'm like, I you're not going to get salmonella at my house. That's what I'm saying. Okay. 216-474-0104. Let me ask you this. You've painted the picture here, Gabby. Do you have any photo evidence? Because we love visual aids on the show. In fact, we've been using them a lot lately. Do you have any photo? Would you be comfortable sending us a picture of your sister's house? Like the inside of the house? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I, I don't want to see you. it. I text it right now. You I have don't want to see it. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Text that over to us. And in the meantime, do you have any advice for Gabby? 
Like, what should she do? Is there, should she just try to get out of Thanksgiving? I actually do have a suggestion, but I don't think you're going to like it, Gabby. Uh. <laughs> I don't think you're going to like my suggestion, but let's open it up and see if, what people think. 216-474-0104. Gabby's sister is a hoarder, and her house is not up to par to host Thanksgiving dinner. What does Gabby do? Your call's next, Q104. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. It's the Cleveland Confessional. So we heard from Gabby a few minutes ago, who is dreading Thanksgiving Day. Because she is scheduled to go to her sister's house. And in Gabby's words, her sister is a hoarder. And the house is not very clean. She was just there two weeks ago for some other family event. Mm -hmm. And uh, sent us a picture of her sister's house, which is now up on our Insta stories at the Q Morning Show. Morgan, you've seen a picture of, the, of Gabby's sister's kitchen. I have, yes. Now, I, I, this might not be her kitchen like at this moment, but this was her kitchen like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And you see the the table, the, the, the countertops, they do look very dirty, very yeah. mess, messy. There is a bag of trash bags yes. on top of the counter, so maybe there is some cleaning uh, going on. Uh, water bottles, just clutter. Yeah, there's stuff all over the place. It looks like she's about to clean the kitchen, but Gabby says that the, her sister's kitchen looks like this all the time. Right. And therefore does not want to go over there for Thanksgiving. Uh, Brittany's in Lorraine. Brittany, good morning. Good morning. Any suggestions for, for Gabby that we can use? Yeah, burn the house down, take your own food for Thanksgiving, and get everybody tetanus shots for Christmas. Oh, goodness. Brittany, you already burnt the house down. You can't go over there with your own food if you're... We're getting a a lot of good advice, though, I think, on the text. I haven't heard it yet. Can you please read the good advice? Okay, someone said Gabby should insist on hosting. So many families take turns. Um, Right, but she said she did that, and her mom and her sister don't. Keep insisting. Keep insisting. Someone said Gabby should offer to help the sister clean before Thanksgiving to make sure that everything is okay. Um, Someone said do an intervention. Get a psychiatrist specialized in hoarding to help. Um, another person, this one's not not the best advice. Tell Gabby to run or fake sick so she doesn't have to go. Yeah. That was the person that was mad at us, I think, because they were they, they heard about Gabby's uh, sister's situation and was speculating that there might be depression there, mm-hmm. which I, I yeah, maybe there is. Maybe, maybe there isn't. Right. I don't know. I mean, Gabby didn't mention anything about that. But here's here's my thought. Like, what it? How do I want to say it? Like, I don't understand why Gabby's sister would want to host Thanksgiving. You know, because I, I think that's something that you can enjoy. I I think it's Gabby's sister. I I, I mean, there's really because no the way to know. Things though don't go hand in hand. Like, you can't have a mess in your house and then also say I want to host family over. Like, surely. Surely she knows that she can't host family when the house is looking like this. And it's like there might be underlying issues, like we said. I just don't see how the two can go together. Does that make sense? Yes, but maybe Gabby's sister's threshold for 
a dirty kitchen is different than Gabby's sister, than Gabby. Maybe. I don't know. I, I just feel like you would have to know. Like, if people were coming over your house for Thanksgiving, it can't look like that. I don't know, man. I went to college, and I had two guy roommates <laughs> yeah, at one point. Yeah, guy roommates in college. I think that's a little different. We threw house parties. <laughs> we, we guys invited... in college, that is so different. I know, but again, people would be like, God, your apartment is disgusting. And it's like... Yeah, it's all right. Uh, yeah, you know? the frat guys in college. I'm not going to go over there thinking it's going to be the Ritz. All right. Anything further, it's 216-474-0104. That is my advice for Gabby as well. Uh, go get a mop. Go get some some pledge. Go yeah, get help some, your sister clean. Go get some Mr. Clean. You go over there and make the house presentable for Thanksgiving. It's Q104. Best. Q104. 90s, 2000s, and now. Good to have you here this morning. It's the Q Morning Show. We have Hosier tickets to give away during Battle of the Burbs, so that's in less than 10 minutes. Hollywood Dirty with Morgan right here. Lucas Gage and Chris Appleton, Kim Kardashian's hairstylist, are ending their marriage after six months. Um, Appleton filed for divorce, citing irreconcilable differences. Their relationship went public in February and quickly progressed to a Vegas wedding officiated by Kim in April, which was just aired last week on the season of The Kardashians. The marriage only lasted six months, and Appleton mentioned their prenuptial agreement in the divorce filing. Sources for TMZ say this came from Appleton's decision to prioritize his own well-being. So they were waiting for this episode to come out before they were announcing that they got or are getting divorced. Hillary Burton made a bold prediction about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Uh, the former One Tree Hill star tweeted, These babies are going to be engaged by May. And a source close to the couple says that this relationship is different and feels very special. I feel like everyone I talk to, their consensus is, this is Taylor Swift's end game. Is it? Is that a Taylor Swift song? Yeah. Endgame? It is. Okay. And uh, Queer Eye was renewed at Netflix for season nine, minus Bobby Burke. Though Bobby Burke is leaving the fold, Queer Eye will be returning for a ninth season at Netflix. Season nine will move things to Las Vegas after season eight will once again be set in New Orleans. Um, Season eight will debut on the streaming platform on January 24th. But Bobby Burke posted a lengthy and emotional farewell to fans yesterday on Instagram saying it's with a heavy heart that I announced that season eight will be my final season. It's not been an easy decision to be at peace with, but a necessary one. Although my journey with Queer Eye is over, my journey with you is not. You'll be seeing more of me very soon. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. Let's find out who's playing today. First up, it's Sarah in Strongsville, a graduate of Brunswick High School. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. And Sarah is going to take on Chris in Cleveland, a St. Ignatius grad. Chris, good morning to you. Good morning. All right, you guys, time to play Battle of the Burbs. You have five questions. Your name is your buzzer, so say your name before you answer the question. Question number one. How many seasons of the show Friends are there? Sarah. Sarah? Ten. Ten correct. is correct. Question you, number... Are yeah? you still binging Friends, I, Well, binge is a, is a strong word. I'm only on episode five, but we're still watching. Question number two. In the Willy Wonka movie, which one of the golden ticket holders turned into a blueberry? Chris. Chris? Violet. Nice. Violet is correct. We're tied one to one. Question number three. What breed of dog is commonly known as a firehouse dog? Sarah. I heard Chris by a hair. German Shepherd? It's not a German (gasps) Shepherd. Sarah, go ahead. Dalmatian. A Dalmatian is correct. Okay, Sarah, you could win the game with this next question. Chris, you have to get this question correct um, if you want to tie. Question number four. Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper starred in this 2018. Chris? Chris? um, Shallows. 
Oh, <laughs> I'll finish the question. Uh, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper starred in this 2018 film. What's Sarah? it called? Yeah, go ahead, Sarah. A Star is Born. A Star is Born. And oh, you oh, are the star. I know, Chris. Chris just went too early. <laughs> but it's all right, Sarah. You're the star today. Thank you. So when the weather is warmer, Sarah, you'll be at Blossom Music Center to see Hosier. Do you know how to pronounce his name? Uh, I cannot pronounce it. Yeah, none of us can. It's all right. You just got to sit there and listen. No need to pronounce it. Have a great day, Sarah. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, we are the Q Morning Show. Uh, someone just texted in. Uh, by the way, you can call our show. You can text us at the same number. It's 216-474-0104. It says, Bill, I heard you lost your driver's license. You can easily just order one online. It's super easy and like $30. And I'm here to tell you that I don't believe that it's super easy. Have you tried? I Yes, yesterday I struggled through it. So I believe that I lost my license a week ago on election day because that's the last time I saw my driver's license. I believe that I... Left it at the polls. I, yeah, either left it at the polling place or maybe it fell out of my jacket or something when, when I was leaving. I don't know, but it's not in my wallet anymore, which I was kind of hoping like... So if, if you're at the polling place, and I know that it's like a temporary place, but if you're cleaning up and you find a driver's license... Don't you contact the person? Right. I mean, you would think it would be easy to get it back to its original owner. Do they have a polling place lost and found? (laughs) I don't know. Or can't you just come by my house and drop it off? I mean, we're in the same neighborhood. But uh, but yeah, it's my fault. I lost the license. So I'm trying to get it replaced. And my wife said to me, she said, I think you can get those. I think you can do it online now. I don't think you need to go to the BMV anymore. And I'm like, great. That would be very convenient if I could do do that. So I, I go online. Whatever it is, OhioBMV.com. Um, and I've got to register myself on the site first. Okay. Just like what? Create an account? Yes. Okay. And that took like 20 minutes. 20 minutes? It seemed like it took 20 minutes. <laughs> How just, could that take 20 minutes? You put in your information, give an email, and you're done, right? Because there's all these two-step authentication things. Right. And so I'm getting texts, and then i got to put in the... Uh, the, the number that they text me, but I need a two-step thing, so I got to do email, and so they got to email me, and then I got to put in another password. Okay, I get but, it. But it's I, complicated. I think I get it all in there, and then I go to the form where I believe that you can get a replacement license, and I put in all my information, and the only thing that I had to leave blank was the space where it wants me to enter my driver's license oh, number. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, how am I supposed to do that? I don't have my driver's license. Right, right, right. And who, nobody actually knows their driver's license number off the top of their head. I don't think so. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's a normal thing to have memorized. I know social security number. But that's from college because I had to to say it every single day while I was in college. I never I don't know my driver's license number. I don't either. And I don't know if you're trying to get a replacement license, how you're supposed to enter that information. So I text my wife, Paula, as I do when I'm helpless, angry. And she's like, well, check your camera roll. You may have a picture of your Ooh, license. That's your camera true. Roll. So I check my camera roll. And yes, I have many pictures of many? my Arizona driver's oh, license. <laughs> there's no pictures of my Ohio driver's license. So there's a pro tip for you. Take a picture of your driver's license. Take a picture of it and favorite it or something and know where it is because you might need that number someday. But you have to be careful because let's say someone steals your phone. And then it's a con artist, and they then know where you live and all of these weird things. So you know you have, um, you have like hidden folders in your phone. Did you know you could do something like that? No. Yeah. No. I got to teach you how to use your phone. Look, man, if I hide a folder <laughs> on my phone, it's going to stay hid. It's going to stay. I'll never be able to. If I hide something on my phone, I'll never be able to find it again. So that's, yeah, that's pretty much out. Um, yeah, so I... That's that's where I, I'm I'm kind of stuck. I even called uh, my insurance company. I called Progressive Insurance last night uh-huh. because I'm like they got to have my driver's license number on file. They didn't. Well, they're like we're not permitted to give out per- um, personal information. And I'm like, but it's me, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's 
I, I, it's you, my personal information. I'll give you any information that you want about me. Verify right. it's me and give me my driver's <laughs> license number. No, we're, we can't do that. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go to the BMV. Oh, sorry about your luck. Yeah. All right. What are we getting into next? I don't um, know. You're actually getting a lot of uh, uh, feedback here on the text about this situation. Okay. <laughs> maybe we maybe we go into more BMV stuff. Um, I know I, I have this napping survey that I found that I found I I thought it was super interesting, and then it triggered a memory uh, from a few years ago where the company that I was working for had to send out a memo to get people to stop taking naps at work. At work, who yeah. takes a nap at work? Exactly. So we'll get into that next. It's the Q Morning Show. Q Morning Show with Morgan and Bill. Q104. I listen every morning. Old songs, new songs. I love the music. It makes you feel good in the morning when you're listening to it. Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. It's Morgan and Bill. We should start out with this song. <laughs> driver's license because you lost your driver's license. I lost my driver's hey, license like last week, like and it's always. somewhere. And you refuse the... to go to the BMV to get it done to get a new one. Who wants to do that? Yeah, nobody wants to do that. And someone texted in, they're like, "Go to the BMV with your social security number, your birth certificate. You can get it in five minutes." And you're like, "No, you're sorry, right. no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do that. I know, I know. Because I would rather spend three hours of my life trying to figure out how to get it online right. than." Drive ten minutes to get there and get my replacement license in five. Right, That's... and you got snagged up yesterday because what? When you were trying to do it online, I got. It wants me to the so trying to do it online. It wants me to enter my replacement driver's or it wants me to enter my driver's license number. Right, I don't know my driver's license number. It's on my driver's license. Right, which we which thought was you know a common thing to not know your driver's license number, but I think we're wrong. Uh, let's go to Roberta and Leroy. Roberta has a suggestion on how I might find my driver's license number. Good morning, Roberta. Good morning. What is your suggestion? Well, I, you know, I just did the same thing you did. However, I know my driver's license number. I know I'm a little out there, but I'm a truck driver, so I write it down often. But I was thinking it might be on your um, registration for your car. Oh, oh my yeah. registration. You're yeah. right. So I checked my so I checked my insurance cards. It's not on my insurance cards. And I even called my insurance company, and they won't tell me my driver's license number because it's personal information. Right. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> I will check my registration on my car. That is a good idea. Thank you, Roberta. Great suggestion. You're welcome. Yeah, appreciate you listening this morning. So Roberta knows her driver's license number. You mm-hmm. don't know your driver's no. license number, do you? No, not a clue. I don't even know what it starts with. Fees and Grafton fee. Do you know your driver's license number? I absolutely do. <laughs> you absolutely do? Like, yeah. now I think that I'm weird. Like, I know. I think that we're in the minority. When did you learn it? When I was, when I first got my license, my dad taught me. I was raised by my dad, single father. He's amazing. Shout out. By the way, he did say, Morgan, you're his favorite. He told me to tell you. Oh, that. that's did, so sweet. I did pull over while I was driving and text. I'm like, I'm going to be on the radio. So <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's my dad. <laughs> he said very important information to remember was one of the things was my driver's license number. So your dad, I don't know why, but I since I was sixteen. Your dad pro- your dad fee probably listens to the show and is like, That guy's an idiot. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. He does not have his life together because that would be something my dad would. If my dad could tell me right now, he'd be like, I told you to memorize that thing. Okay. Can I just really say something embarrassing that Mm. is going to make me look like the idiot? What? Fee said that she memorized her driver's license number when she was 16. You, I didn't even know that it stayed the same. Your well, entire life. Oh, you thought that every time you got you renewed your driver's license, they give you a new number? Yeah. No. <laughs> Come on, I knew that. That's why I said I'm in the idiot camp with you today, Bill. Don't worry. Uh, Leanne is listening in Cleveland. Leanne, good morning. Morning. Do you know your driver's license number? I do, and my husband's. And your husband's. Why do you know both? Yep. <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> you know, you 
fill out forms and you do all those, you know, monotonous things. And for whatever reason, it's stuck in my head and it refuses to leave. Wow, that's an amazing memory. Your husband must love you. Does he have his memorized? Oh, no. See, yeah. Bill, I feel like you could go that route. Go home to Paula today and say, listen, Paula. I should be mad at her. I talked to Leanne in Cleveland this morning, and she said that she memorized both of their driver's license numbers. So why can't you help me, Paula? No kidding. I'm sure that will go over extremely well <laughs> if I get mad at her for not knowing your driver's, driver's license number. Oh, that's awesome. So we are in the minority. It seems like everybody knows their driver's license number except us. I can't remember my phone number, my social security number, and my driver's license number. That's too much. (laughs) I know. Too many numbers. Too much. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, good morning. Are you a Christmas card sender? Morgan? I have not been in the past, but I've been thinking about it this Christmas because it's my first Christmas as a married woman. Yeah. If you're going to start, this would be the perfect year for you to start. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like should David and I get like the matching pajamas and look all cute and cozy and have a Merry Christmas from the Prestons? I mean, the wheels are turning in my head about sending out Christmas cards this year. Is David on board with that? He's not anti-Christmas card. He's just like, I have other things to worry about right now, like still going through the immigration process. Wow. And I'm like, let's send Christmas cards. You know, it's just our our brains are not on the same page currently. Well, you should send a Christmas card to whoever processed the visa. Like True. whoever that person is should get a Christmas card. True. Not only Our to, lawyer. Yes, your lawyer. Not only to thank them, but also evidence that the two of you got married and are still together and right? are sending out Christmas cards. And I mean, while he's trying to get his green card, we do we have to go through like the whole process over again of proving how real our relationship is. So <laughs> right. we'll be like, look, we've got Christmas cards together. Yeah. Doesn't what? get more real than that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that is something that I regret getting away from. And I suppose we could just jump back in any time yeah. to start sending out Christmas cards again. But I, I've i always enjoyed that personal touch. And for a while there, I just felt like, um, I don't know, like it, I, you were getting those for a while there, you were getting those uh, email Christmas cards. And I was like, this is stupid. I'm not. And then I just stopped sending them all together. We stopped sending them together as a family. Yeah. And and I think f- with from Paula's perspective is Paula's like, I don't want to do them. She's like, if you want to fill all those things out, fine, you do them. But she has no desire to do a family picture or anything like that. So Paula's out. Yeah, I I get it. I kind of miss doing them. Well, and it's like when you really think about it, what do you do with the Christmas cards that people send you? I used to hang them up. Like I, I would hang the like find a place in the living room or wherever wherever it is, uh, like over an archway or something. And really? I just, yeah, I would just take some scotch tape and I would just hang them. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Hang them by the archway. So when you walk from one room to another room, you have all these Christmas cards that you have to walk under. So I, I did. Oh, okay, that's cute. I did used to hang them up because I, like the most that would happen at my apartment is like on the fridge for a week and then garbage can. Yeah, they eventually end up in the garbage can. Right. So it's like, do you really want to spend money on it? Do you want to have like the mental stress of sending it out, getting people's addresses? It is a lot. Yeah, I'm sure there's a reason why we stopped doing it. I mean, maybe people were on our list that we it's like we're never going to talk to this person ever again. (laughs) Right. I'm sure that was one of the reasons why. But now I miss it. Well, it's never too late to to get back in the game. But they wouldn't be family picture Christmas cards. It would just be me just going through, just signing our names. <laughs> yeah. That's all it would be. It's fine. Hollywood Dirt Sheet on the way next. And we have some movie passes, too, to give away. Uh, for We'll tell you about that coming up. But Hollywood Dirt Sheet, what do we got on the way? What would you do if you went to see the Eras movie and you ran into Mama Kelsey while you were there? What was she doing there? <laughs> it happened to one Swifty. I'll tell you what happened next. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. So we have movie passes, and we're going to have them right after we do Hollywood Dirt. These are movie passes for what again, Morgan? 
Oh, you don't have Disney's that. animated Wish, a Q104 pack, advanced screening. Oh, good, you have it. Well, no, I memorized it. <laughs> oh, I just good. had. I was just um, buffering for a second. <laughs> All right, so we'll have that right after we do Hollywood Dirt with Morgan right now. Yeah, I I was buffering because I was actually reading (laughs) what I'm about to tell you about Donna Kelsey running into a Swifty at an Eras Tour movie screening. So Travis Kelsey's mom was spotted by a Swifty in Florida uh, in a movie theater checking out Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. So Danielle Sparks was at the theater to see the movie by herself for a fourth time. Sparks posted a video on TikTok about the encounter and was stunned that no one else realized that Donna Kelsey was there in the video. Uh, Danielle calls Mama Kelsey the sweetest human ever. Now, was Donna there with Ed, her husband? Do we know that? I don't know the details. It, what was she doing in the first? Like, she's like, she's I gotta, trying to get to know her maybe future daughter-in-law. I got to see what all this fuss is about. <laughs> yeah, literally. I don't know anything about this. She's been pretending all this time, like, right? About I don't know this Taylor Swift person. <laughs> I, uh, let me go see the movie. Tristan Thompson is getting dragged for his "When I Cheat" quote on the Kardashians. So it's not just the internet getting on Tristan Thompson for being a notorious serial cheater. Mario Lopez. Lopez is chiming in, too. So in a promo for the upcoming episode of The Kardashians, Tristan Thompson sits down with Courtney um, to discuss his past infidelity. Pay attention closely to what Tristan says here. On a scale of 1 to 10, how scared are you? Tristan and I really have not connected, and I just can't fake it. Do you feel anything? When I cheat, I feel disgusted the next day. So then why do you do it again? Everyone's pointing out the fact that Tristan is talking in um, current tense. Mm. When I cheat. You know, not when I have cheated in the past or when I used to cheat. No, when I cheat. Even Mario Mm -hmm. Lopez tweeted, my guy saying it like it's a weekly occurrence. Ha, 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 ha. Right. And everyone has the same take. And afterwards, he's disgusted. Yeah. But before, it's it's great. Right, (laughs) right. In the moment, like, he's not feeling too bad. It's wonderful. Uh, Speaking of the Kardashians, Lucas Gage is getting divorced from Kim Kardashian's uh, A-list hairstylist, Chris Appleton. Um, So Appleton filed for divorce, citing irreconcilable differences. Their relationship went public in February when Kim officiated the wedding in Las Vegas, which... Their wedding episode or their wedding was filmed for the Kardashians and the episode just aired on Thursday. So the timing is definitely sus. I feel like these two have been wanting to publicly say that they're getting divorced, but they had to wait until the episode of them getting married came out first. Uh, TMZ says this came from Appleton's decision to prioritize his own well-being. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Real life. Real Cleveland. The Q Morning Show. Makes me feel happy. It's on every morning when I wake up. Q104. From the 1-800-HURT-NOW Traffic Center. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.